From Jackie and Merv as well. Yeah. I'll shuffle you along that way a little bit just so we uh, have some distance between us. Can you hear me okay on the, on the mic and all that? John T's giving me a thumbs up. Hey, thanks for coming to dinner at my place. It's right. um, <laughs> a pleasure. Great to have you with us. A bit unusual, we've got 50 people watching us in the room and a whole lot more online. It's a bit strange, but... It was nice to see you moving the tables and the chairs. Yeah, well, we like to get ready. I ran the hoover around, all that. It's, it's, all, it's all good. Well, welcome. If, if you're a guest, you're really welcome here uh, as well. I know Ken and Valentino welcomed us at the beginning, but let me just say uh, hello again to you. Um, and uh, it's great to know as well. We've got some of our friends who've, who've done, uh, have messages this morning, who've, who've done some of the recent alpha courses uh, some are in the room, some are online. Um, another um, hello to an, another lady as well who's with us this Wednesday, our, our foundations group that's followed on uh, from the, the little alpha that finished at Easter. Wherever you're at on your journey in following Jesus, um, whether like me you've been following him for, for decades, whether like Merv you got baptised last year just before a pandemic, or, or whether like some of the alpha crowd you're, you're literally just beginning your first steps, you're, you're so welcome here. Uh, at our table this morning. It's great to have you with us. I've just got my back turned to some of you. I'll, I'll turn around uh, a little bit. We, we've been um, looking, I, I'm going to talk for a bit, but don't feel like spare parts. Don't feel people are watching you. Um, it's okay. What, what do you do when you go to the zoo? You just kind of try and distract the animals, see if they're they really alive, just give them a, throw, some, throw some bread, see if they re respond or react, that kind of thing. We've been looking through these last couple of Sundays at this uh, series called Transition, how we, how we navigate change healthily uh, as disciples of, of Jesus. We've done some of the kind of heart stuff, the internal, internal stuff, not eternal, um, but internal. And then last week, just trying to paint a, a picture um, of where we're positioned as a church. We're using this language of, of um, uh, it's, it's Bible language from Jeremiah about being a, a church in the city, uh, these pictures of these Bible pictures of exile and exodus. Um, and I think we've been becoming that kind of church. Our 2020 vision was pulling us towards that and a, a pandemic has actually helped us uh, in that regard. Um, but today, here we are um, into some very practical stuff around how we work through change. Jackie, I'm over here this morning. Do you, do you want a drink, by the way? Do you want to pour some waters? I, I wouldn't mind yeah, one. Help me. Thanks for coming to my house and, and, and getting the food ready. So the way it's done. Um, Merv can pour waters. It's not woman's work. Really? You were just nearest to me, that was all. Um, I just wasn't quick enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that old trick that if you wait long enough, someone else <laughs> someone will do it. Someone else will do and it, And that yeah. kind of is, if you have one takeaway message from this morning, that, that could be, that could be, be the message. Jackie and Merv are at the table because over these uh, last two or three months since the, oh, wherever we are now, since the start of the new year, it's gone by in a blur, hasn't it? They've been helping us behind the scenes, thinking about our hospitality uh, and particularly the, the team's um, that are involved uh, impacting our Sundays, <clears throat> excuse me, as we begin to, to grow and open up physically meeting together as a church. There are, there are lots of aspects of hospitality that, that we need to rebuild and, and regrow. They've existed online, but in, in different ways. Uh, now we do need to do some rebuilding um, and serving in, in different ways as we come together. Jackie and Merv have, have done amazingly, helping us behind the scenes uh, in that. And so in, in particular, today and the next couple of Sundays, uh, we're going to look at how you and I can, and, and you and I can play our part and, and be involved. Um, this week and the following two Sundays, we're, we're going to look 
at three broad areas of, of our life together and how we serve one another. We've kind of grouped them. Uh, hospitality, if you like, so the stuff around welcoming people here to the building we'll look at this morning. Uh, next week, family life and Noughts to 18s, teams, uh, some of the, the teams and structures um, uh, around family life. Uh, and then on the 23rd of May, I think the week before Garden Church begins, um, Church Without Walls, the kinds of teams and ways of serving that, that function as we, as we serve the, the town, or to use this Bible phrase we've been using to serve the city. But today is hospitality. If, if, um, if our, our title for today will be Houses That Change the World, uh, I love the idea of that. I was going to wave some books around, but I, I think I'll, I'll just leave them here. Um, and perhaps pop them on the Facebook page later because I'll, I'll spend five minutes talking about them because I get very excited about books. If, if, like me, you get excited about books and want to read some stuff specifically into the area we're talking about this morning, I've got some books here, um, and I'll share the info with you later. But here's a better book. Got your God suit on, and you've got your Bible. Uh, in, in, in my day, it's still my day, just about, uh, in Sunday school days, we used to draw swords. Uh, this is the, the, the sword. Um, and uh, we look up a passage together. So why don't you draw your swords or get out your iPhones or whatever it is that you have your Bibles on and turn to Acts chapter 2. That's been our backdrop. Um, will one of you read the scripture for me? Are you happy to? Or, um, <coughs> just putting you on the spot there. Thanks. But just, are you all right with small print like that, Jack? Or? Without my glasses, um, I am, yeah. Uh, Acts 2, 42 to 47 is our, is our backdrop. So uh, just that section there down to the end. Oh, you can work it out. You're a clever lady. <laughs> fellowship of believers, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship of, and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled in awe and many wonders and miracles signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, spelling, sorry, selling their possessions and goods and they gave to everyone as, he had need, as they had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts, they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Hallelujah. Lord, we, you, we just Lord. thank you for this snapshot of this, uh, this first church that was emerging after you ascended into heaven. After you poured out your Holy Spirit, they spilled out into city centre Jerusalem, the 120 from the room where they were locked, and, and, and they were transformed, and they just um, sharing the gospel, living the gospel. We, we thank you for this picture that is painted of their lives together, um, fueled and uh, led by the Holy Spirit. God, would you help us this morning and in these next few weeks to shape us as a people whose houses uh, change the world that we live in. We, we pray together in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And just as that, thanks for reading that, Jack, by the way. Okay. And, and just as, as we read in the passage there that, where they broke bread uh, in their homes and in the temple courts, we're going to break bread today in, in this house and in your homes uh, if you're joining with us from home. So I think Ken, get, Ken and Valentina gave you a, a heads up earlier, but please have that, have that ready uh, at home. Listen, just a, a little backdrop, and, and then um, Jackie and Merv are going to share some things that you'll find far more interesting than just listening to me uh, again. Um, God's people had evidently made a transition. Um, they were no longer, uh, as I just prayed, a, a kind of a, a little ghetto community, just locked in their upper room, uh, 120 in a city of, of tens of, of thousands. Um, they were no longer, to, to, use, to use the, the diagram that we used 
last week with Church Life. They were no longer separate from their town, but they had begun with the Holy Spirit's help to see their church life and their worship as central to their mission to serve and bless the city that they were, were in. How do we know that that transition had, had happened? Well, Jackie read it there for us. The Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. We know they've made a change because in, instead of being locked away, uh, a, a diminishing uh, number um, holding on to whatever they had, um, they've begun with the Holy Spirit's help living their lives in and out of each other's homes, meeting together in a big crowd, um, living with openness in their home city and modelling life in Jesus together, so much so that every day people were added to them. Uh, their homes are open. I think Tony, Tony, how lovely to have you praying from the front again. We've missed that. Tony prayed earlier about our walls uh, coming down. Uh, that their homes, the main home gathering of the church out in the, the, the temple courts. It was, they didn't rent a room at the temple. They, there were 3,000 saved this, this day that, that, that uh, Jackie's just read the passage from. They met in the biggest public space they could, the temple courts. It would be like us saying, we've got so many, we can, all we can do is gather in Queen Square in the middle of town. That's the only space, or, or the, a, a big field somewhere. Uh, that, that was what they did. Their, their temple courts gathering in the open, uh, the main gathering of the church, but in their homes as well. Open doors, open homes, open tables all around the city. And we see it later through Acts. The, when Saul, before he was born again, when he had a strategy to destroy the church in Acts chapter 8, how did he do it? He knew where the church would meet. He says in, in, in Acts 8.3, he went from house to house. Why did he go from house to house? Because that's where openly the believers were living uh, and sharing. He was able to get in uh, and arrest people. That's their structure. It's the pattern we see all the way through Acts. They gathered in the synagogues, then they gathered in homes. They gathered down by the riverbank in Philippi uh, in a public space. And then they went back and met as church in Lydia's home. Uh, when Paul and Silas were broken out of jail, they went and met as a small church group, uh, a pre-alpha group, in the home of the Philippian jailer, uh, where he also got baptised with all of his family. Um, when Paul was in Ephesus, they met in a crowd every day in the lecture hall of Tyrannus, so rented space. Paul ran his own house church from a house imprisonment in Rome. Everywhere we look through Acts, we see the, the gathered house of God, the bigger setting, we see the house of the believer. We see the gathered, we see the scattered, we see the huddle, we see the spread out. It's a pattern for God's people. That, that's familiar language for us. We know what it is to gather on Sundays and uh, and grow as disciples in small groups. But there's, there's just a jump they've made with the Holy Spirit that goes beyond anything we've ever known from what we read about in these pages. And we've been learning, as I say, through the pandemic and through our 2020 vision um, to come out from behind our walls, to, to make these changes that mean we're truly a church, that means our, our ministry for God and our life and our serving is reaching outwards, filled with the same Holy Spirit's. We're following this pattern in our corporate house here, the church building, how we use it, and in our homes and our spaces. Um, to the world, we're saying, my house is your house. Mi casa e tu casa, as some people would say in other parts of the world. My house is your house. There is room for everybody at this table, uh, in my home and in this home. 
at each of our large gatherings uh, and in our small gatherings. This gift of hospitality that is rooted in what Jesus has done is central to everything. Can I hear an amen, please? Amen. There we are. It's good. I heard it around the table and in the room and no doubt online as well. We're, guys, we've been doing all this online really well. It's wonderful. I, I jumped onto Facebook while Ian and the band were leading us in a song earlier and I saw, wow, there are people on there welcoming one another, saying hello. Um, we're, we're already expressing gifts of hospitality in every way we can, but we are dreaming about Sundays again, where we can grow again in welcoming everyone physically to a larger gathering and where we continue to grow, not just getting busy with doing church, but we continue to grow in this spiritual gift of hospitality in our own church space and in our homes scattered around the town. Acts 2, temple courts and homes. The, the last thing, we, we'd be crazy. The last thing we want to do after um, 15 months of actually, though it's been hard, of, of fruitful scattering where the church has grown, where we've modelled and demonstrated the gospel with our homes and our streets and online. The last thing we want to do is gather back in behind our four walls here at the Caris Centre and, and lock ourselves back into the building and get busy doing church again. Hey, there's loads we want to do here, but we want this healthy acts pattern through this transition that comes where what we do here as we gather has purpose and feeds and flows into this same vision for our own homes and our own lives and our own workplaces and our own streets and spaces. Can you just imagine, um, three weeks today, um, it's going to be 10 degrees warmer, there won't be a cloud in the sky, um, all the twigs and stuff will have been raked off the grass out the back of this centre. Our neighbours will be happy and smiling uh, and well-briefed and informed. Can you imagine, from the end of May, being part of a team that greets people as they come up the drive in their cars to come to Garden Church? Can you imagine being part of a connect team or a welcome team that loves and helps people take the next steps into coming to know Jesus, coming to follow him, maybe getting passed to an alpha course or connected with a small group or uh, talked about with baptism or joining the church or even just finding what, what are the kids doing this morning or where are the toilets? Can you imagine being part of a team that enables that kind of hospitality? Can you imagine being part of a setup team that means you have to get up a little bit earlier again, um, but it means that we've set up and we've tidied up and we're ready to welcome people to this space? Can you imagine maybe in a, in a few weeks or a month or so's time being part of a, of a refreshments team that enables people to have conversations after church over tea and coffee and biscuits and outside and one day back in here down the corridors in the cafe where friendships get formed, where prayers get prayed, where hearts get opened up uh, safely over coffee and, and tea. Can you imagine a, being part of a growing tech team that helps people even come to us for the first time through a website or through an online meeting or through social media, even before they come up the driveway to the building. Can you imagine being part of a camera team or a visual team that connects the, the warmth and the joy of what's in the room here with those who are watching at home? Can you imagine in, in weeks and months to come our, our new cafe space, around the tables, your friends, my friends? Can you imagine some creative sessions? Can you imagine the, the Jungle Tots kids and families and carers coming in after their Jungle Tots session to eat biscuits and drop crumbs on the floor and, and do something crafty and creative? Can you imagine our Tea at Revive 
group with the older, retired uh, folks returning. Can you imagine alpha meals here or, or simple meals where, where um, friends get invited, testimonies get shared, stories get told, the Bible gets read around the table. Can you imagine the, the hungry being fed, the disadvantaged and the broken being helped back into hope and, and life, the outsider, the stranger, the foreigner being welcomed with a, with a smile and with care. Can you imagine all that, not just in this house, but in your house, around my table, around your table, uh, or from your sofa, or from your other favourite cafe space, and other cafes are available apparently, or your, the bar in town, or the spaces that you I inhabit. Church, that is who we are. And so I've gone on a bit longer, as you might have imagined I would, but, but <laughs> I, I wondered, Merv, Jackie, can you just share, um, with that kind of stuff in mind, just some practicals, even over the next few weeks we can begin to walk towards, and then maybe I'll, I'll just do something very practical on how we respond and serve afterwards before we break bread. Is that all right? Oh, how do you yeah. want to do it? You go first. <laughs> Thanks. First of all, I just want to tell everybody just how amazing it is literally to be back in this building. It is phenomenal. And I want to thank Justin and Wendy for the amazing welcome that we got this morning. Yeah. Really, really amazing. It does make such a difference to walk into somewhere with people with smiling faces and really, really, you know, happy to see you. It, it, it makes a huge amount of difference. Um, yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about the cafe. I know most of you have seen the cafe already. Stephen Kaz have sat in it. Stu talked you through Same. it. Um, so we've, we've practically physically seen the space. Um, so I just wanted to give you a little bit of vision and our hearts for what that space is for. Um, I wrote a strap line, or strap line, I wrote something yesterday through a different conversation that we were having and it's people, place, passion and prayer um, and I think it suits it really well for our, our, our building. Um, you know, we're a space for our community, we're a centre for our community and that um, cafe is just going to be the middle of that centre. Um, so I just wanted to try and just give you a bit of vision for what your involvement is in this and what we can, Steve just said, you know, we want to bring the walls down. We want you guys to feel that it's an extension of your homes for your hospitality. Yeah. You know, some of you might not have the space at home to do the things that you want to do in. Some of you might, it might be as simple as asking people to sit around a table and eat, or it might be that you want to come in and do something creative, craft-wise, you want to, there's a certain group of people that you really want to be able to bless and be around. Um, and we want you to know that, you know, this is what this space is for. It's for you guys. It's not just a Sunday morning. It's not just a Sunday afternoon. It's for whatever you feel that God's got on your heart to do. Um, and we want to make sure that that can happen. You know, we don't want to hear the words no. We want to hear the words, where is that possible? How can we make that happen? Um, so, yeah, I just, I'm just so um, very grateful for the fact that I've been the one that's been able to come up here today just to give you a little bit of flavour for what we want to try and achieve. And it's not for us to do, it's for all of us to do. Um, this, as Steve said, is our home, and it's an extension of our homes. Um, and the cafe is just going to be that vibrant place inside and outside of it, where we can just come together, open our doors, invite Crawley in 
to do whatever we feel that God is asking us to do. Wonderful. That's great, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> Without a script. Uh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I was yeah. praying really hard this morning. <laughs> so follow that then. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all down to you now, Merv. Yeah. So you asked us to look at uh, Sunday mornings as uh, restrictions are being lifted and where we go with this. You mentioned uh, Garden Church, so we'll talk about specific needs perhaps towards the end. Um, both Jackie and I wanted to acknowledge the, the inspiring work that yeah. all the ministries do. Uh, blew yeah. us away, really. You, yeah. you spent time, you spoke to pretty much every team, didn't you, yeah. through February, March time, I think? Yeah. Oh, for a whole year, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we spent some time with the ministries talking about their work and their passion and, of course, some of the challenges that, yeah. uh, that they face. Um, to kind of get a feel for how we should, uh, if there are any changes to be made, that they're done in a, a sensitive and um, uh, a sensitive way uh, that meets the needs of those uh, those ministries. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and hospitality at the core, and I've written it down because my memory is so bad. Um, Hospitality at the core really means serving in any capacity uh, is a joy and a blessing. Yeah. Uh, so that we can show our love for people and God. That it, you know, and, and what that shouldn't be is a, it shouldn't be a burden. And we felt that some people, um, you know, who serve, uh, do feel ever so slightly burdened. I wouldn't say it was a. Huh? A little bit burnt out. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. burnt out is a good word. Um, and so we wanted to address some of those some of those challenges uh, around volunteering and that sort of thing, um, because we believe that people do want to serve, uh, but there are barriers in the way. We were talking about this a couple of days ago, weren't we? Mm. We, we Merv and I were up in the prayer room yeah. surveying the whole manor. Out the back. It's As great, you do. If you've not been in the prayer room, it's a great view from there across all that, what will be garden church. Just, just tell us, you were talking about some of these serving barriers or um, boundaries. Yeah, well, I mean, the, you know, one of them is, you know, being at church on a Sunday, I'm blaming you for this, yeah, okay. being, being at church on a Sunday so morning. So someone at the door, I'm just there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being at church on a Sunday morning is the fun bit, isn't it, right? I yeah. mean, you know, you're very inspirational and, worship, you know, this is what we want to do. Um, and obviously anything that takes us away from that, maybe we may not want to do. Yeah. That's, so that's point number one I want to make. But the other challenges are... Uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know what my giftings are. Um, or I don't know how to serve. Maybe some people feel that they're not worthy to serve. Yeah. I don't have anything to give. Um, and we wanted to really make it clear that we're all called to serve in some way. Yeah. We're, aren't we? We're yeah, all, we are. Yeah. You know, um, Forgive me, I'm a rookie at some of this stuff. So, you're, but, you you're doing great. You, you should mention. We, we chatted earlier and said, should I, should I mention what, what Danny's been putting together for yeah. later in the summer? We're not quite sure how we're going to roll it out yet, but you should mention that because you're talking well about it now. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, so talking through some of the, the challenges and where 
you know, I don't know what my giftings are, perhaps. So Danny has uh, uh, come up with a, a solution where uh, he will be running a number of sessions for people who want to find their passion. So if you want to find your passion, yeah. um, we've, got a, we've got a path for you to find your passion, to find your, the joy, because, you know, it should, serving should be joyous, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should, so, yeah. You know, I should want to, whatever it is I'm yeah. doing, I should want to, to do it and to give. Yeah. Um, and we know that by giving we get, don't we? We receive, yeah. Um, so that's one of the one of the things. The other the other the, the big barrier is if I commit, <laughs> if I commit to doing this little thing, I know what your lot are like. <laughs> You're going to have me there for years doing this, whatever this is. No, that is a scandalous mischaracterisation <laughs> of church life. What you think we put people on our team and forget they're down the corridor in kids' church for like 20 years? You think that would happen? Yeah, I've seen does. people yeah. down there. They think <laughs> they think the Second World War is still going. Still, on. Yeah. <laughs> so they've not. We've not told them the pandemic's happened. <laughs> yeah. No, we're joking. No, you're right. Of course, you're right. We're joking. So, so one of the, you know, so the solutions that we're coming up with, um, uh, within the kind of broad structure, is just sign up to serve. Do one Sunday, and if you don't like it. Hey, try another ministry to serve in, perhaps. Uh, and certainly sign up for a seat. We'd love people to sign up for a season a year. We'd love that. But failing that, what could you do? That's, that's what we're asking for. Um, and I promise you, it's okay to say no. If, if people try to push you to do more, it's perfectly okay to say, well, actually... Can I yeah. just do this for now? Thanks for asking. Yeah. And you're allowed to, am I you know, oh, That's great, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're allowed to say that. And I think, <laughs> you know, in that way, uh, as long as we stick to what we're saying here today, uh, I think more people will be happier yeah. uh, to sign up. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was the hosting manager's role. Yeah. So one of the new things, you know, one of the questions we asked was, what should we stop doing and what should we, what's missing or what could we do uh, differently and extra? And one of, the, uh, one of the things that came up was the uh, Sunday morning hosting manager role. Not those, manager manager, managers. Managers role. Um, and um, this is the point where I have to acknowledge Tim <laughs> and his work. Because we're having to put a whole team together because Tim's retired. <laughs> so that was the, yes, yeah, round of applause for Tim. <laughs> and, and Tim's advice and counsel to us when, uh, when we were uh, doing our research has been absolutely instrumental in our thinking and planning on this. Uh, and so the, the hosting manager's role, the Sunday morning hosting manager's could we make we, it a We need a better title? name, don't we? We need yeah. a better name for that. Yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah. 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 We, need to, we need it to be longer, I think. Um, <laughs> more important. More important, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, keys and a bib. Um, yeah. and, a, and a parking space. <laughs> Whoa, careful. So, so the Sunday, manager's, uh, Sunday morning manager's role is to oversee... Uh, what's going on on a Sunday, 
uh, and um, to make sure that the ministries uh, have what they need. Uh, it's not to say that they're doing everything, but they can mobilise the volunteers on the Sunday morning in order that the ministries get what they need uh, and that the volunteers, if, if the, uh, the different ministries, the different volunteers have a, an issue, that uh, they can go to the, the manager, the Sunday morning manager, host manager, uh, to resolve it rather than going to a ministry lead or uh, what happens quite yeah. often, I think, is, Steve, you get involved and... That's never a good thing. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> well, and uh, so the Sunday, so the, the host manager's role is is uh, just an overseeing role to make sure that things like security uh, are set and that everybody has everything that they need. Yeah, I, I think it's also to recognise that um, when we talk about hospitality as a whole for us, it's what we received this morning, as I said, and it's, it's people that are um, joyous to be here. You know, they're, they're not worried about coming into the building to think about whether everything is going to be done where it, it should be or whether they're going to have to step in. It's, it's giving people that are serving the freedom to serve on wherever they are. So they've got capacity, they're excited to come in, and it's about how people that come into our home receive us, how they see us, because we're a reflection of what they, we hope they're going to they're gonna become. You know, we're, yeah. we're trying to reflect, I know it's, we're trying to reflect what Jesus taught us, but it's, it's to do it without thinking, you know, and a lot of the time to do it without thinking means that you don't have to have all the other burdens in your head. Um, so I think what we, we heard and what we want to try to build now is that people put their hand up to serve and they come in to do exactly what they've put their hand up to serve for. Yeah. Um, and probably, hopefully too, that we inspire a few more people to do it so that we don't have the few doing the many and these wonderful people that have servant hearts that put their hands up for lots of stuff but actually then again running around on a Sunday morning because they've got so much to do. Um, so we just want to, you know, every one of us has... Jesus in us, everyone has a heart to serve, everyone is a member of our family and our home, and it's, you know, nothing's too small, nothing's too big, whatever you feel called to do, you know, everything mm. helps to make this happen, yeah. and it's not just about Sundays, it's, as I said, with the, it's throughout the week, whatever we do, whether yeah. we do small groups, whether we host different things, you know, we host every day in here, one way or another, and it's just bringing it through and making it happen. Yeah, it's brilliant. Can we just give a round of applause to <laughs> So I'm just going to do a few short minutes very practically on what do we do with this. Why don't you help yourselves to a, to a, to a great... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not real great, by the way. That was a comedy moment if you're at home. Um, Simon Sinek, the motivational speaker, uh, he talks about um, there being a whole section in bookstores now entitled self-help, but there's not even a shelf marked serve others. And I thought that was really interesting, particularly for us as kingdom people. We're serving people. That's the basis. Our, our faith in action means we serve one another. We talk here about loving Jesus and in response, loving one another and loving others. Part of that love is service of one another. The Son of Man, Matthew 20, 28, came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And 
for, for me, this is not about appeals to get names on lists. This is a discipleship issue for me, for my heart, and for yours uh, as well. I, I, if I'm a disciple of Jesus, if I'm in his pattern, the son of man who came to serve, if I'm in his shape or mould, if I'm devoted to his teaching as they were here in Acts chapter 2, but I'm not a servant, then I'm not really showing what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. We're, we're different from the world around us. We're not taking from the, the, the self-help shelves. We're opening our Bibles uh, and we're being transformed from the inside out by the, the servant king. Uh, and that's all of us, uh, each one of us. In, in the Acts passage that Jackie read for us earlier, it says they devoted themselves. Who were the they? The they in that passage were the 3,000 who just got born again and the 120 that had shared the gospel with them. They devoted themselves. They began to live together in this kind of community. Uh, last week, as we read through it, just in passing, emphasised some of the words in that Acts 2 passage. Everyone, all, everything, anyone, every day, all the people. They're the phrases in those five or six verses. It's very inclusive language of the whole community. Everybody has their part to play. We are all in and we are all, all in, if we're going to serve together. Some of you remember in this church community a few years ago, I'm looking at my friend Justin at the back there, Justin and some others of you would remember days before we had a building where you used to hire a school hall and everyone on a Sunday had a job to do and probably carted loads of gear around in cars and, uh, and from cupboards in a school, but people did it gladly uh, to serve because the whole body of the church Benefited. Some of you, like Kaz and I, have been involved in church planting situations where if you're present, you're serving in some way. Your name's on a, on a rotor. It's not unusual. It's the pattern from the Bible. We are a community, a, a body. It pushes back against my sense of self-entitlement. As I say, it's a discipleship issue. Uh, and so I play my part. Um, so at this, this new start, this next change, as we move towards beginning to open up even more, in the summer. We need this Acts to anyone, everyone, church planting, body of Christ together kind of mentality. Um, we just need some people to sign up to get some jobs done because you're part of the family uh, and because you see that doing so, meeting that need helps us move forward. So you're hearing today, we have a very practical need. You'll hear the same next week and the week after. We have a very practical need for some men and women and teenagers who will serve together, particularly in this next little phase in Garden Church from the end of the month, so that we can take some small and manageable steps before we change fully back into a church that meets in what we used to call a normal way here in the hall, uh, perhaps later in the summer or in the autumn. We can't go through all those gear changes at once. We've had probably now almost 15 months with some of our teams not functioning in this way at all. And so we get to take some steps and help one another take some steps in that together. You've heard uh, Merv say this morning about uh, a Sunday morning manager, director of everything person. <laughs> Um, you've heard us talk about, about people that can help set up, people that can welcome cars and sign people in and make sure we COVID secure kind of steward uh, people. Um, you've heard about those kinds of things today. If you're saying, brilliant, how, how do I, as a disciple, how do I sign up and play my part in that? How do I find out about joining one of these teams, even just for the next few months? Let me tell you, you can take out your phone right now. You can go to the homepage of the Love Crawley website and Stu Cox has put a button on the top 
menu that says serving. If you click that, you can put in your name and your phone number or your email address. And this week, somebody like Merv will call you and say thank you for signing up to help us over the summer. This week, you'll be invited to help for Garden Church. Uh, Jackie and Merv were with us. We had a meeting with the elders team and the leaders team, uh, maybe a month or so back now, I can't quite remember, on a, on a Tuesday night. Um, and as we were praying together and, and just hearing some of their research and feedback, I felt the Lord speak to me about, about this is a, a summer season for not building walls again that will be permanent structures for what the church looks like, but for fences that can be, they work for the next few weeks, but then we move them because things have changed again. This is a fence moment uh, where, particularly in, in view of what Merv said uh, about uh, that, that fear, that barrier that if I sign up, I'm going to be on the welcome team for the rest of my life. No, we're looking for some people that can say, let me help over the summer and then we'll review things as we go. So, friends, church, beloved, this is a season where we need to serve one another. If you're at home this morning on your sofa, God bless you for hearing this as we share it from, from the building. We, we need you to, to serve. Of course, we're asking you to think and pray about your specific gifts and your passions, but we need to serve one another. We're a family house. In our house, as the children were growing up, um, you had to take your turn doing the washing up, clearing the table uh, as they got older, cooking dinner, clear, cleaning bathrooms, running the hoover around. You didn't get to say, let me just have a period of praying about that and discerning whether that's, whether that's really my ministry. No, go and do the washing up. It's your, if you don't do it, mum's going to do it every night. That's the default in our house. She'll do it all the time. We, we are a family house here church. There are some things where we prevent John T from being on every rotor, uh, John we love you, by saying, do you know what, we'll just, it's not, I, I don't need to pray about it, I don't need to have a period of discernment and fasting, it's a family house. It may not be my ministry but I just want to serve the family and take my turn because I love people and I want to serve in this way as a disciple. That is part of our love one another culture in action. So if there are 20, 25, 30 of you that right now are saying, yeah, put me on a team for the summer, uh, 50, Jackie's whispering, 100, <laughs> you're saying. How, if, there's, if there's 100, then you only get to do it once over the summer. Then what do you do? Yeah. Go, uh, you can get your phone out. Now. Even in church, you can get your phone out now. You can click on this. Daisy's got hers out now. I'm sure she's not uh, messaging her fiance. Uh, I'm sure even now she's on the serving page. Click the serving button, and then you can put in your name and, and your address and we can serve one another. Shall we stand? We're going to pray together. Ken and Valentina are going to help us break bread in a moment. Do you know what? Often when we pray together at church, we, we invite people forward or we have a, a ministry time. I'm not trying to be funny here. It is, it is part of a ministry response. If you get your phone out now and you say, Jesus, as a part of my discipleship, I, I'm going to take a step of faith and obedience this morning and I'm, I'm going to serve and meet a need. It may not feel very spiritual, um, but it's a step that helps us to say, I'm going to do something very practical about expressing my love for you and for this community that I'm a part of. So, Lord Jesus, we just offer ourselves to you again. Would you rescue us? Lord, I, I don't want to be involved in any way for a moment in manipulation or duty. Uh, we don't want to put pressure on people. But we pray, would you disciple our hearts? Uh, Lord, we, Lord, we thank you so much for this kind, generous serving church we pray would yeah. you give us grace to go again in these months ahead to pivot again to to, to go through another period of change as, as we as we begin to gather more numbers physically lord we just want to take this scripture we pray it and prophesy over ourselves lord may we be this kind of gathered and scattered church full of the holy spirit uh, where people come to faith 
and grow in you as we gather together in this house and where it happens all over the town in our small groups, around our tables, as we invite neighbours and friends in in the months and the weeks ahead. Would you release us in this way by your Holy Spirit? Give us grace for this next season, we pray, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you. Give us fresh faith. Would you awaken in us again, Lord, a, Lord corporately across us all, a, a fresh sense of this spiritual gift of hospitality. We know some have it in spadefuls from you and others will struggle in that area. We pray there'll be a special season of grace right now where we all get to walk in this in a new way. Lord, just release it. It's a good gift from you who is a good father and you love to give good gifts to your children as we ask. And we are asking this morning for all the gifts and the actions that flow from the spiritual gift of hospitality that is poured upon us. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I I'll ask you specifically for 20, 30 or so people to be released this morning and unlocked to serve in the weeks ahead over, over this uh, garden church as we begin to rebuild teams and rebuild our lives together. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, thank you. Just take a moment. Think about your own table, your own home, your own small group. Or maybe you're not in a small group, but you're dreaming of something from the autumn uh, where you can open your home and your life. Maybe you're thinking about our cafe space or a ministry that you lead or a ministry you want to lead. Lord, we offer it to you. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Let it be fruitful <laughs> for what we are about to receive. Lord, we used to pray this around our dinner tables. We say grace for what we're about to receive. May the Lord make us truly thankful. Lord, we have a prophetic sense of anticipation about what you're going to do around our tables. What we're about to receive, Lord, we are so thankful. We're so grateful for what you're doing in these days. Lord, thank you. In my home, in my table, in this house. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I pray over the, uh, they're in my mind right now. I pray over the Baileys, Lord. We bought them a table, Lord, as, as, as Banbury opens up post-pandemic. Let, let a church be planted. Let people come to faith around that table. I pray for Joe and Amy as they um, get a table into their new apartment in Paris later this year. God, may it be a time where they make friends, where, where Parisians come to faith. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I pray for Chris and Nick, Lord, they, they've, they've personified, they've, they've modelled and demonstrated a gift of hospitality. I pray for their table in their new home later this year in Derby, Lord, that they will make new friends and that men and women will come to faith in Jesus around their table. I pray for Carol, Lord, in her home in, in Durham, that it will be a place of, of life and hope uh, and welcome. Uh, to all who come into their home. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we, we're praying for specific people, but we're praying for our own lives and yes. tables as well. God, release your spirit over us, we pray. In your mighty name this summer. Amen. 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 Ken, Valentina, come and, come and help us. We're, we're going to move this down, downstairs, yeah? Thank you. Can you give us a hand? Yeah, yeah if you... Um, just while we're um, just while we're getting ready for communion, it's just good to uh, uh, just to focus a few minutes on our giving. Uh, people give regularly through their bank accounts, and we just thank God for that.